the writing on the wall says I'm wait, I'm fired? Yeah. What? I don't enjoy his song. He doesn't enjoy your songs. Fucking shit. <laughs> we could survive that. <laughs> Cutie music. We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive Hello and welcome to Survive That. We could survive that. Your survival guide to the movies. My name is Jack and today I'm joined by a member of Spectre. It's Chris. Did you like the 007 entrance? <laughs> Hello everybody, my my first job as a newly appointed Spectre agent is to kill Jack for that god-awful <laughs> intro. It wasn't that bad. That was terrible. It was Bond style. I don't care, that was so... I'm going to rename the whole show to survive that. Survive we that. We could survive that. No, no. Not good. I wouldn't give it your best opener. No. No, you've had better. Have I? Really? I'm trying to think if you've had worse. I don't think you have. No. But I think you've, you've, you've had better, yeah. Yeah. Right. Spectre. Yay. The film we've been building up for, for how many shows? Four shows now? Uh-huh. We finally watched it. Okay. So let's let's review Spectre. What, what did you think, Chris? Did you like it? What were your thoughts? Seven out of ten. If you're a fan of Daniel Craig's Bond, go watch it. Seven out of ten. Do we do numbers? We don't normally do numbers. No, we normally go watch it, don't watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Yeah, I... I mm. How dare you interrupt me, oh, sir? My apologies. I, I've made a list of Craig's best Bond films. And I've done the list as his best film... Do you want me to go from best or should I go from worst? Worst to best. I know what the worst is. Worst be. to it's best. Be All right. Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale, Skyfall... Nope, sorry. Oh, my God, <laughs> I did it wrong. <laughs> what you, you've done your list wrong. <laughs> so, Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale, Spectre... Skyfall. That's worst to best. Worst to best. So best being Skyfall, worst Quantum of Solace, second best Spectre, third best Casino Royale. Mm, I would... Well, Quantum obviously goes last, because Quantum's not very good. Quantum is his worst one, yeah. Then Casino, Spectre and Skyfall, that's close. I would put Spectre further down. I would put Spectre third, but miles ahead of of Quantum and then I'd put Casino and then uh, Skyfall mm. I know I know and a lot of people out there prefer Casino Royale to, to Skyfall do they? yeah yeah it's the first I'm hearing about it <laughs> you should talk to people they have ah. interesting things to say but yeah I would put it miles ahead of, of Quantum but I just don't think it's as good as Casino and Skyfall. It's got really good elements in it, and I enjoyed it. It's a lot more light-hearted than than the other Daniel Craig films. So many more jokes. It's fun. Whereas Casino Royale is very grim. <laughs> it gets very sad <laughs> yeah. very quickly. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I'm trying to think if Spectre was really that grim. It, there were there were the action scenes in it were still gritty. I know, but, but wasn't there were a, a lot more a jokes. It wasn't and very stuff. Um, yeah, it was more lighthearted. And it didn't end with Bond's Probably. love interest drowning herself. So that's always a lighter, no, a lighter way to. I, I did think Bond's love interest was going to die. She didn't. 
Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. We should just. You should realize. No, no. Don't give them a spoiler warning. They should know. No. Just if this is the first time you're listening to this, we do try to give a non spoilery review, but yeah, we're not very good. (laughs) And definitely don't listen past if you've not seen it to where we talk about the people that actually die. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise, you might hear things like Blowfield in it. I think everyone oh. guessed. Okay, I've been saying for weeks now that Blofeld's going to be in it. Yes, so but did you guess he's sorry? It's back in it. <laughs> the cat's back, yes. Did you like the return of the I cat? I did, I did. I wanted to turn around and just, you know, give you a, a big cheesy grin when I saw the cat after you said all those, the cat won't be back in there because I made too many parodies of it. There have been loads of parodies. Yes, but they brought the cat back in. I know. I Only bet. for a little bit, though. For one scene. And then, and then I it think died. it dies. <laughs> We'll get on. Does the we don't know whether the cat. We'll, we'll get on. We'll to that. get on to that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Good amount of jokes. Wasn't as dark as I would have liked it to have been. I didn't. You find wanted. You wanted grittier Bond. I want. I like. I prefer grittier Bond. I didn't find the bad guys as sinister. Who Spectre Christoph Waltz? Yeah, I didn't find him sinister. Even when he's trying to be really sinister, like saying he was the author of all of Bond's pain, I didn't find that sinister. Okay. I found Dave Batista's henchman to be mediocre. Mediocre. Ooh. He's just it was he was just a big brute. There's nothing. But that's generally what the Bond yeah, henchmen I know, but are. He's, he's not up in with jaws and odd no, job. They tried to give him a little trademark thing of making his thumbnails like razor blades. Yeah, and like stuff, little. Yeah, yeah they're like little blades, but he uses them like once. Yeah. To kill like a, a side character. Yeah. He didn't like him then? He has... Okay. He doesn't even have that many scenes. He's got his entrance scene. Chasing Bond chasing. on the car. Then the Bond chasing him. Scene. And then find the train. And then he dies. I think that's more scenes than Christoph Waltz has. Yeah, but Christoph Waltz scenes have a bit more impact, don't they? But he's not as sinister. But they, they contribute more to the story. He's oh. not, I don't think Dave Bautista is meant to be sinister. He's just meant to be threatening. He He's not meant th- to be creepy. He wasn't very threatening, to be honest. I didn't view him as a okay, threatening The train villain. they were on didn't have doors wide enough for him. That's threatening. <laughs> when you've got a guy <laughs> that can't squeeze through train doors. I would definitely swap seats. Uh, just to not look at him. I'm sure Dave Bautista's a nice guy. But I'm he not scares me. He's not a nice guy. <laughs> also, I found the opening credits very weird. <laughs> With a giant floating octopus. Yeah, that was like <laughs> wrapping itself around this naked woman. and like it, it, It's to symbolise Spectre has lots of fingers in lots of parts. I know, but it specifically so shows this naked woman like You're on her knees. <laughs> the octopus is wrapping around her. And then it's sort of like, the way the camera looks at her really makes her chest stand out. And it, like the octopus's tentacles slowly just going over her breasts. Like it, really, it really makes that bit stand out. And it's like... Why? Why was everyone naked in it as well? Because that's the thing. That's but what Bond... happens in Bond intros. Women dance around naked. But Bond was naked in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> it starts off, he's sat there topless. Why? Equality. <laughs> no, because uh, they done that because there was no topless scenes of Bond in the actual film. Yeah, that's probably why they so they've done do. that. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's got topless. And then they remain naked with tentacles going all over them. That's that's what happens in Bond things, in Bond entrances. Women dance. Yeah, yeah but they don't strip down and, and engage in like low-level bestiality, do they? <laughs> yes, I think this is the first time for that. Thinking about it, I have got a lot of problems with this film. <laughs> um, Best moments in the film. What did you like? 
Q showing Bond Q's the car great, and then pro- yeah. and then saying, by the way, this has been reassigned to 009. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Bond doesn't care. Bond, no, Bond <laughs> takes it anyway. anyway. I don't know how he gets out of the country, but whatever. No, yeah, he'd need permits for that, wouldn't he? Yeah, also, there's only a number plate on the back. There's none on the front. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. He should have been pulled over. Why was he not pulled over? I don't know. When Bond was having the chase scene in that car, you know what? I don't get why none of the Bond cars have this built in. They should have lights and a siren built in. Cause what, then when to you avoid go, traffic? Yeah, because the busy traffic would then move out of your way, wouldn't it? Yeah, but they're like meant to be undercover and stuff, inconspicuous. Blaring lights is kind of conspicuous. Judy Dench's M's car had lights on Skyfall. Yeah, but she's not tailing people. I did not like the Aston Martin in this film. Did you not? No, the design looked hot. I hope you listen, Aston Martin. The design you did for this car in this film looked <laughs> horrible right Batista's mediocre henchman's car that was good that was a nice car well done to I think it was Lexus Lexus Lotus or something it is I don't you're the car expert now. I'm not Apparently. a car expert it's either a Lotus or a Lexus I'm not sure which one that was nice the Aston Martin was horrible you didn't like it no it looked good in Casino Royale on the DB10 because it was a different one or was one. it a DB9 in Casino Royale I can't remember whatever very nice this just looked it, no uh, like got Quan everybody <laughs> especially when it done the front shot of it when I noticed it didn't have a front facing number plate I was like like the grill on the bonnet it just looked horrible would it have looked better with a number plate yeah <laughs> I can't help but think uh, what oh, else dearie me I was promised more gadgets I was not happy with the amount of gadgets they said there's more gadgets in this film you got I saw a watch bomb and a flamethrower come out of a car yeah and an ejector seat. Yeah, Skyfall had that. Yeah, but they didn't use it. Skyfall had... Oh, and gadgets that actually work, right? What's this about the car's got guns on it, but there's no ammo loaded? Yeah, but it was in Q's workplace, wasn't it? He wasn't expecting it to be taken, so he's obviously not loaded it. You're not going to leave a oh, loaded oh, okay. car. So he doesn't load it with bullets, even though 009's coming to pick it up that morning. Yeah, well, you'll load the bullets when 009 picks but it up. But he's managed to put a switch in, this is another gadget, by the way, to load 009's playlist. Yes. Maybe 009 went in specifically to sort that out first. Otherwise, M would tinker with it and turn the MP3 player into a grenade or something. Why would M tinker with it? The Q. Yeah, you're damn right. Get your, get your, num- get your letters you. right. I was going to say numbers then. <laughs> get your letters right. It would be great if Bond, when he hit that... Because it's called the atmosphere switch as well. I don't know why you can't just have a radio. It's got to be an atmosphere switch. Because 009 likes uh, the correct atmosphere. I know, it's for an atmosphere romantic. switch for your music. Next to the flamethrower and mini gun buttons. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not very conspicuous, those buttons either. No, they <laughs> stick right Hide out. Hide them in the dashboard like, really or something. Big. Yeah. What if he flicked it and like, Sam Smith's song came on? Or like a James Bond thing comes on. Bond would be like, what the hell's this? <laughs> no, he'd go, that's a good song. <laughs> I was going to ask you other moments that you don't like, but you, you're listing them off unprompted for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> <laughs> the opening scene made me want to go to Mexico to experience the Day of the Dead festival. That's, that's I, w- I want to go do that now. Just minus the exploding buildings and, and stuff. Yeah. What, why did the building explode? Bond, in the trailer... Because if you have not seen the film, it always sh- it, this been this part's been shown in pretty much all the trailers. I think yeah. Bond's there with a gun, he shoots, and then the building explodes. So the trailer makes it look like the gun is like an, an explosive. explosive gun. It's not. I thought that 
he shoots the briefcase and there's like a bomb or something in the briefcase because he's they're planning the to blow the stadium aren't they yeah the, the guy he's following is an assassin so I, I just imagine there's a bomb oh yeah that makes somewhere. sense actually my theory was it, it was a fail safe what in the briefcase Spectre was probably watching that meeting yeah maybe. so they realised oh we're being shot up there's loads of evidence in there blow it panic button just blow everything up yeah but yours makes more sense actually because they had a briefcase because I thought about it and they'll plan to blow up a stadium that evening so they probably had the bomb in the briefcase which Bond yeah. hit and still didn't manage to kill one of the guys despite them being right next to the briefcase he ran away he was probably yeah. in a different room somewhere okay whatever also Ben was very <coughs> Ben <laughs> Bond was very irresponsible because after the building collapses and he slides down he sort of just drops the gun Pretty sure that gun's probably got a shed ton of bullets left in there, and he's just left it. Unless he had three bullets, <laughs> he just this yeah, will only take three bullets. Exactly. Now he's got this gun with all these bullets left in there, and bad bond. No, because somebody else is gonna pick that up now, and there's gonna be a spate of robbings with his high tech weaponry. It's not really high tech. It's just a gun with a blue yeah. laser dot. I like it had a blue laser dot. You like the blue thing? Yeah, and it wasn't red like all the others. Okay. It was blue. That's what. That's a good thing. Right, while I've got you in that good state of mind, rate it. Watch, don't watch. Yeah, watch it. Watch. I yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch. Yeah, watch it. You're, you're, especially if you like Craig as Bond. Anyway, you're going. You'll enjoy the film. Yeah. It's not a bad Bond film. It's not a great Bond. You're, film. you're just tired, aren't you? That's all you're giving. I'm tired. And you I'm didn't ratty. even give Fantastic Four this much hassle. Yeah, it's because I'm tired. <laughs> you're I'm, just really grumpy today. I'm coming up to 22 hours without sleep, so. I'm just grumpy at the film, so I'm going to start <laughs> nitpicking at everything. <laughs> On the next show, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, the film's brilliant, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you caught me at a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, anything you want to say, or are we going to start diving onto these uh, these deaths? No, yeah, it was. it's shot well, it looks good. It's directed by the same guy that did Skyfall, so they feel about the same, except this is just a bit more light-hearted. Right, deaths now! We're going to talk about deaths. Lovely, lovely deaths. Apart from the lovely bit, because death is horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> and we're that's, going... that's why we make a podcast about how to survive it. Yes, so you never die. Listen to us and you'll be immortal. <laughs> that's a promise we can't keep. <laughs> that's a guarantee, my friend. Oh, God. <laughs> a guarantee. All right, first death, opening fight scene. Bond uh, blows up the building that we mentioned in Mexico City. Uh, the guy that he's after, the assassin, manages to get away. Bond follows him through all this um, celebration. And a helicopter comes down into the square, picks up the assassin. And Bond hitches a ride on it, jumps in, has a fight with the assassin and the helicopter pilot. Bond eventually causes the helicopter pilot to do like a loop-to-loop or a spin or a barrel roll. Barrel roll? He does three barrel rolls and then does a full loop-the-loop. Okay. Well, in one of the barrel rolls, um, Bond kicks out at the assassin who falls out midway through one of the rolls. And then Bond beats up the helicopter pilot and throws him out of the helicopter. So, how do you survive this? We'll group these two together because... I feel if they could work as a team, coordinate their attacks, they uh, they could. They could. Do well. They could survive it. First off, though, Jack, I have an issue with this. The guy he's chasing is running through the crowd to get to the helicopter. Yeah. Bond starts running and then decides to casually walk. They reach the helicopter at the same time. He starts walking. The guy he's chasing walks at some point. He gets through this crowd and he starts walking. 
So they're both walking, just so they don't draw too much attention from yeah, themselves, because there are police at the celebration. Yeah, but then, following that, when the guy realises Bond spotted him again, he runs, and Bond casually walks, and he runs quite a distance. Like, the camera zooms out, and you can see how far he is from the square, uh, or the centre, wherever you want to go, and the guy's running, and Bond reaches the helicopter at the same time while walking. Bond's been taking lessons from Jason from Friday the 13th. <laughs> 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 and right. every other horror movie villain. Okay. Because they seem to walk and always catch up to their victims. So, <laughs> yeah, yep, no, so that's Bond true. is a horror movie. Bond's the villain! <laughs> oh my day! <laughs> yeah, we found it. But anyway, no. on to the actual death. Jason is going to machete them all to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be difficult for the pilot and the, the assassin to work together because if the pilot's like, right, I need to fully concentrate and fight and Bond, that helicopter's going to crash. Yeah. Bond's very irresponsible trying to attack the pilot the at this pi- point. Yeah. And the pilot's not done anything in, to provoke him as well. Bond's no, just goes, Bond just like are you looking at me? And just beating punches on him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, Bond. He's like the guy that's drunk too much out of the bar and starts the bar fight. Yeah. <laughs> are you here? I'll just deck you. Obviously, the helicopter's open on both sides. Is are these one, Is this one the helicopter's always open or did it have sliding doors? Uh, I didn't see any doors. No, so I didn't like either. Comment. Mm, have doors? Have a safety mm. door. Yes, I have, have safety doors. doors. Uh, why didn't this assassin have a gun on him? Because he probably lost it in the explosion. There is a flare gun in the helicopter which the pilot tries to use and shoot Bond with. Yeah, but I he got... misses and he ends up shooting it outside the helicopter. I've got another issue with that. Yeah, it's a flare gun, so he's, he's going to shoot Bond with it in the hope Bond catches fire. But yeah. now you've got a flaming person in the helicopter. Throwing f- themselves around inside a helicopter. And yeah. flare guns cause a lot of smoke as well, so he wouldn't be able to see. So it's a good thing that he missed, otherwise he well, would have killed them there we all. Go. You know how Bond had the assassin, like, he was, at one point he was on his back in between the like the two pilot chairs, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So his head was, like, by the pilot's hand. If the assassin could get Bond into that position, so, and then he's, like, wailing on Bond from there, and then the pilot can, like, get Bond... So grab yeah. that out of anger. Get Bond like round the throat and like hold him down. Possibly if you know gouge his eyes out a bit. There's normally a pilot and a co-pilot, isn't there? And there's only just the pilot. So he's probably breaching health and safety by I just don't going think they out care alone. About health and safety at the moment. If I'm going to be, I'm, I'm just saying, if he had honest. a co-pilot, then it's three on one, and the odds are a lot better of taking out Bond three on one rather than you know, two on one. The pilot might not have died. The other guy, the assassin that got thrown out, we know definitely died because the next scene's like his funeral. Well, two scenes yeah. is like his oh, funeral. But, ah, but we never see him in the coffin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but the pilot, however, I mean, he, he's wearing his crash helmet. You don't know how high they were when he fell out or where he landed. He was pretty high. And I don't think if he's falling, he goes, I'm wearing a crash helmet. I'll land on my head and I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're designed for. They're better than parachutes. Yeah, I don't think that would help him. <laughs> what I would have done, because a few points, the assassin was just fighting Bond and the pilot was, like, left alone. I would yeah, have flown to, to like, a, down, like, near a building and I just would, as a pilot, screw the assassin, I would have jumped just out. Just jumped out and left them. And the plane would have, well, the helicopter would have gone forward, hit a building, like, being a Bond film would have exploded, so. Everything explodes in a Bond film. You'd have to be careful, though, because it would probably end up, you jump out, and because the helicopter's not being controlled as you're running... It tilts it come, towards you yeah, and, and chops you up. Slice yeah. and dice you. So you'd have to be wary about that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I mean, that's probably the best way the pilot to survive this. Assassin I mean, guy. Also, the assassin guy's injured. He's got a bloody shoulder. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The pilot, before he does the loop the loop, 
does three barrel rolls in an attempt to make Bond fall out. Yeah. The first one didn't work, so he tries it again. Fair enough. Right, that's two that's not work now, buddy. Why try a third one? He might lose his because grip Because it looks cool. Yeah, and it looks cool. It looked pretty cool. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It, that, it looked... I, didn't, I didn't think you could fly a helicopter upside down. Well, this so guy apparently, did. Apparently this guy can. I mean, not for a long period, it seems, but you, no. it looks like you can. You can barrel roll it. Yeah. Yeah, this this guy aced He's it. wasted on villain work. He should be a stunt pilot or something. Pretty sure in real life probably, he probably is. <laughs> what do you mean in real life? You saying this isn't real? Well, no. <laughs> I mean, no. Darn it. Perhaps they should have sent a helicopter with more people to pick up this guy. Yeah, like if, a co-pilot. If, yeah, all right. Have a co-pilot in there and... Because there's one guard that gets off who Bond knocks out with like a yeah. single slap of. I think he's got a it's a club. It's stick, a, club. a club. He picks up a club or something. Yeah, send a couple of more guys on there who you know can jump off on the ground and like take Bond on while Matey Boy gets in the helicopter and you know whizzes off. Yeah. So more people is what we're saying to survive this one. Yeah, more people. More people. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, so Bond goes to this guy's funeral and pays his respects by hitting on his <laughs> his wife. Doesn't just hit on her. He like, he gets down and he gets down and dirty with her. Yeah. Like but after but the funeral at her home, after yeah. killing T. Both times he had uh, intercourse. He just killed someone. Yeah, like, that's. He has sex twice in the film and literally Murder both makes times me just so before horny. the first time he kills, <laughs> he shoots two people, has sex, and then the second time he he throws somebody out of a movie train and then goes have sex. Yeah. All right. So so he hits on this on this lady. And then she goes back home after the funeral. She walks through her house in a nice long shot. And as she walks through one doorway, there's one assassin hiding behind. And then she walks through another. There's another. She goes outside with her whiskey. And then we think she's about to be shot. And then Bond shoots both of these bad guys in the back. So, you're a bad guy. What do you do? Can I just correct you with... uh... Bond doesn't hit on her, then they go back to the house. Bond hits on her at the house. No, he hits on her at the funeral as well. He really well. doesn't. He offers her life insurance. Exactly, that's hitting that's on. That's not hitting on. You've been doing it wrong. <laughs> no, salesman. It's it's half it's half persuasion, half seduction. <laughs> that's how you clinch the sale. <laughs> I like that, I like that. Um, once she passes Assassin 1, just shoot then. That's her taken care of. You can now run be away. more alert, and you probably see Bond run away from you'd Bond you'd hear Bond sneak up on you yeah but um, she's put on music so they might not be able to hear Bond's footsteps where did she music. put on music she pours a drink and the music starts she like, puts on some music no no no. She, some music she goes on. over she pours it she picks she up puts this on some bottle or whatever music. it is no she picks up a bottle of whatever the drink is a uh, whiskey if you want to say and then the music just starts I mean, so is this music she's put on she can hear, or is this music just yeah, for us for I the scene? Yeah, she's put on some music, and she's walking, and she's having a drink before she's killed. Spectre think that she's a loose end, so I'm going to sort her out, and she's kind of accepted it. And then uh, Bond saves her. So you're, oh, you're the assassin. Just... What? What issue. were you going to say? i got another issue. After Bond kills the assassin, she's like, there's still going to... There's hundreds more. You've brought me five minutes. Then they go and have sex! <laughs> Oh, Bond, did you do that in five minutes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bond, oh, Bond, Bond, Bond. And she, she, she was dressed in like, like a corset with like stockings and stuff. That probably took more than like two to three minutes. So she got dressed in like three no, minutes. I imagine that's what Bond she was wearing underneath. Her Why funeral would you wear dress? that to your fu- husband's funeral? Because she's cold. She wanted 
undergarments on that were warm, but she didn't want thermals? <laughs> I don't know. Right, so anyway, yeah, best way I would survive it is assassin A to kill her as soon as she goes through the first door. Now you've got two assassins who don't have to focus on killing her and they can be more alert, prepare for Bond. Well, maybe not prepare for Bond, but be more alert to his presence when he turns up. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe send more than two assassins? I mean, why would you send two to kill just one person? She might be kick-ass. What? Well, okay. they know why she would isn't. you send more than one, then? That's what you I'm said, asking. Yeah. Why do you... Are you asking why they sent two, or why yeah. didn't they send uh, three? Both. Why send two? What? Why not send one, or if you're going to send more, send, like, a group to do it, not, like, Maybe two. one of them was an intern. And the other one was evaluating. Oh, he was shadowing, was he? Yeah. Right. So yeah. learning on the job. Well, and why didn't they send internship. three? The other intern shot himself in the foot. The other intern was the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the helicopter. Why would you send an intern on, as a pilot? On his a own. Pilot Where was intern. his boss shadowing him? His boss was who Bond knocked out before he got on the helicopter. The guy that wasn't dressed in helicopter piloting gear. Correct. Damn. <laughs> I know. Right, um, how would you survive it? Not get shot. <laughs> <laughs> really? Back to back, on, one guy me... does the shooting, the other guy does the looking oh, out. Yeah. We've, I think we've used that method a few times. I know we've used it in No, Hitman. you've used that a few well, times. Well, it's an effective method. Yeah. Well, I'm using it this time. Fair enough, yeah. I support that. Good. Support my life choices for back to backing. <laughs> I don't support the promises that she thought she had five minutes left and managed to get changed and Bond, you know, uh... done that. But whatever. Next death, and let me pick out what's wrong with it. Bond's lady friend gives him the location of the next Spectre meeting, which Bond goes to. He sneaks in, and during this meeting, they're deciding who should take the assassin's place. Uh, one guy at the head of the table says, I'll do it. And Mr. Hicks takes um, umbrage with this and walks up and puts himself forward. He puts himself forward by killing the person that volunteered. By um, smashing his head on the table, using his thumbnail razor blade dingies to jab his eyes out and then breaks his neck. Do you want to know how I would survive this? Don't volunteer. One, don't volunteer. And if you do volunteer, when you see Mr. Hicks step up next to you, you when you turn and you see who else has volunteered, go, nah, man, you win. I, I like to think that Mr. Hicks just wanted to see... His legs were tied because he kills the guy and then he sits down. Straight away, that's, yeah. That's all he wanted. He was His legs were just getting a bit tired. He sees an opportunity to to dibs one of the seats and then just takes it. He didn't even realise what he's volunteering for. He just sort of walked He just forward. wanted a chair. I mean, because... You're in my spot, bitch. <laughs> Hinks was meant to be taken over from the assassin that Bond killed who was meant to be blowing up a stadium in Mexico City. He never does that. So I'm assuming Hinks didn't know what or was it Hinks? No, Hinks, Hinks is just there to tie Hinks. up loose ends to kill Mr. White. That's what he's volunteering for. Oh, uh, so anyway, is he actually a member of Spectre at this point? Yes, I'd imagine he is because he was in a Spectre meeting. I think Blofeld would go, who the fuck are you? If he didn't recognise him. So he's obviously known to them. Right, okay. Hmm, how would I survive this? Don't a, don't him. volunteer. Don't volunteer, true. Be, be the person who just sits in the corner quietly and yes. just gets on with their work. You don't make any tidal waves. You, you don't make any You don't overachieve. You don't aim to... Overachieve, but you always make sure that you never underachieve. You, you just do enough. You correctly achieve. 
Yeah, you, you do the average. You do enough. Yeah. But don't slack, because you'll be killed. point B. I'm sitting at a chair. Inspector, I volunteer for said mission. Some guy walks up next to me, and they're like, what's your concern, George? Before he replies, I've pulled out my seven-inch samurai sword that I keep under the table at all times of these meetings. Right, okay, I don't think Blofeld would allow that. Just in case you try to do a coup and take over. Do you mean a, a coup? A coup. Not a coup. A coup is where you keep chickens. Are you sure? Q? Q? A coup. A coup? A coup. My God, I'm teaching you English. Are you sure? Yes. So is coup. Chris, I'm right. Don't... <laughs> I proved you wrong. You thought Naomi Harris was in Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no. I said the actress that plays the green lady and that plays Lieutenant... Ahura. Ahura. Ahura? Ahura. Ahura in Star Trek is the same actress. Yeah, but you also said that that actress was Naomi Harris. I may have got that wrong. You did but get I that was wrong. Right that the actress. Yes, I wasn't disputing that. Same. I was disputing the actress. <laughs> Why are we talking? Let's go back to the film, right? My point of survival. Because you're anyway. a fucking coo <laughs> and coop. <laughs> Let's just say aggressive takeover, right? <laughs> right, so <laughs> Right, so what <laughs> Okay, here's what I would have done You're sitting on the chair, aren't you? The guy's standing next to you He walks in, he's doing his suit up And they're like, what's your credentials? At which point, I've turned around and punched him in the stomach So he's doubled over I slam his head on the table And then So he's on, I slam his head on the table And then push him forward on the table so he's on his stomach I get up onto the table And to prove my dominance I place one foot on back and I stamped down really hard on the neck, severing the head. I think in the time it takes you to get onto the table, Hicks would have recovered and just pulled you off the table and nah, crushed your head he's, like he's, the mountain does. He's doesn't. so surprised. He wouldn't be surprised. Sever the neck and boot the head at Blowfield. He can take a beating, can Hicks? You'd, you'd try what to... What makes you think you'd he can try take a beating? Because he can take a beating. Well, no, he got hit a few times by Bond. Bond's old at this point. This isn't an old Bond. He takes that beating. I mean, did you see what Bond. happened? Yeah. Also, what transition he made from Skyfall. Skyfall was shaking all over the spots. Couldn't, you know, shoot anything with a pistol. In this, he's doing a very long distance shooting at one point. Yes, he did training and stuff. No, you get on the table. Hicks recovers, pulls you down, grabs your head and crushes your head like the mountain does to the Red Viper. Blood everywhere. Hmm. Alright, my second plan then. Hinks has got those weird things on his thumbs. I pull my shoe, or, shoe and sock off. I've got them on my toenails. Ooh. I didn't reach up and just slit his throat. Well, you've not got one of the old style Spectre knife in the in the shoe tricks. And the knife's got poison on it. You just kick him in the shins and then he dies. Oh, yeah, that could be good. What do you mean could be good? That's exactly what you need to counteract Hicks. And then mm. you get the assassin job and then you get killed by Bond later on in the film. Yeah. We've made you live a few extra days. Yeah, you've given me extra scenes. I don't. Yeah, I just wouldn't volunteer for it. Wait, does he volunteer or does somebody no, recommend him? No, yeah, he him? volunteers. I he thought somebody re- No, he stands him. up and goes, "I will do this job." I'll do what the uh, the German woman does. The one that you know, she's nattering away in German about well, it's great and everything. We love Spectre. It's the best thing in oh, the world. Blofeld comes in. You just be a little bit nervous. Say what you got to say. Don't volunteer for anything. Don't make eye contact figure out we can have for dinner that night I mean do you think any of them are sitting in that spectre meeting and like so bored what's on TV tonight <laughs> it could happen no I think they're all terrified that the person next to them is going to kill them 
and take over their criminal organisation. I think they should be after this, yeah. Yeah, definitely terrifying. After this incident with Mr. Hicks, Blofeld realises Bond is in the room, turns to him and goes, oh, we've been waiting for you, Mr. Bond, and something like that. And then one of the guards from the door, the Mickey Mouse guard, as I'm going to call him, uh, turns up. Bond uh, disarms him by throwing him over the balcony and onto the table that where all the higher-up Spectre agents are meeting. So you're this guy. What do you do? I don't let push... Bond in the first place. Yeah. Don't don't let him in in the first place. Um, push Bond over the balcony. Don't say something sarky like "Oh, hello, Mickey Mouse." Mm. Just push him over the balcony. He falls and no, I don't think you could do that. Why not? Because Blowfield says hello, James. I reckon before the meeting, Blowfield would have said, "By the way, it's a good chance my uh, step, my younger adopted brother who was with us for a short time, might be coming to this meeting. If he does, don't kill him because I want him alive. Yeah, but he might not to have make died his life hell. If you push him off, yeah, he probably. Are you been. sure? That's yeah, a pretty big know. drop yeah. onto what appears to be quite a sturdy, solid table. Yeah, it's not it doesn't even like... shake when he lands on it. I know it's oh, it's brutal actually. Mm. But Bond's a bit hardier than this guy, so he might have lived. Also, the film it's a James Bond film, so I'm pretty sure he would have lived. But <laughs> anyway. That and they couldn't kill him halfway through no, it. No, otherwise it'd be like, uh, what? No. Half a James Bond film, the rest of the film is, I don't know, Q's Adventures? <laughs> the Adventures of Q. The Adventures of Q. Uh, that, that's probably going to be a spin-off film. The Adventures of Q. Hmm, right. Miss Money Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. What would you do then? I'd just run up and push him. Uh, uh, I don't think I'd push him. What's your cunning plan? Bond would have turned around and I, I would have just straight just punched him or headbutted straight in the face, dropped him to the floor, and then because there's loads of people, and then we loads of people just jump on him at once, like and restrain him. Yeah, but the people around him are like, they're not fighters. They're like businessmen and corrupt people and and gangsters. Well, I would and have stuff. more people with me. So after Bond's turned around and I've nutted him and he's on the floor, we'd all. Just literally jump on top of him and pin him down. I'm like, pick him up and be like, oh, oh, hello, Mr. Blowfield. Uh, uh, I got Bond here. Uh, what would you like me to do with him? That's how I imagine the henchman speaks. Even though we hear him speak, but this is my version of him. It's a terrible version. <laughs> Thank you. So, so yeah, surprise attack. Or even punch Bond before he turns round. Punch him in the back of the head. That's not very sporting. They hit him in the back of the head later in the film. Yeah. With a gun. Yeah, but that's, him out. that's sporting. What? Because he knows you're there. Yeah, Bond should know his people there. He's surrounded by people. Yeah, but not Burley Henshaw. I'm not, I'm not going to get into another argument. Well, a new argument about this. Uh, attack from behind, or if he turns around before, hit him, knock him down and get the other henchman and literally five you on him at once. He's not going to throw you all off. Run and push him off the balcony whilst shouting, Ah! You'd be a terrible although henchman. Although he'd probably hear the the war scream and just step out of the way, and you'd end up catapulting yourself off the balcony. <laughs> you'd go yeah. much further. So there we go. You've thrown yourself off the balcony, whereas I've successfully restrained Bond and handed him over to Blowfield. But if it succeeds, I would have pushed him off the balcony and would be awarded special commendations in Spectre. I might be number one after this. You probably be, Blowfield would probably kill you for messing up his torment plans of Bond because he wants to, he wants to gloat to him doesn't he and be like yeah I've done all this by the way ha 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 I'm sure just he taken could get a... it in the 30 seconds before Bond bled no you've just taken before. that away from him 
Uh, he's going to kill you. I've got his body, so Blofeld can, like, use his body as a marionette and talk to it. He can, like, stuff it and then have it in his office. I don't see that happening, personally, but okay. <laughs> he's crazy enough to... Is he Blofeld crazy? in this is crazy. Is he? I think he's Yes, just he's a... crazy. He's just a little bit wound up. No, he's crazy. That his dad favoured Bond over him. So, in order to make himself feel better, he starts a criminal organisation and kills lots of people. Does he start Spectre to get rich? Or does he start Spectre just to get a Bond? Well, he says because of what happened with Bond becoming his dad's favourite, and which made him kill his dad, he says that then set him on the path to creating Spectre. So, I think it's more to get at Bond. Like, there's other people that want it that... Uh, like C, for example, was like, "Yeah, we're g- I work with Spectre. We can make this big dominance good. thing." Yeah, Blofeld didn't give two craps about that. He just wanted to get a Bond. Hmm. One thing I don't like about this film is that it ties them in. I don't mind it tying in Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, but I don't like the way it tied in Skyfall because I I liked Silver being just a mad dog after M on his own but then they tied it in to Silver working for Spectre and Blofeld I didn't like that as no much. it doesn't have to be working for him it could be like um, Silver wanted to do this he wanted to get back at M and you know have his weird suicide thing with her but he didn't just have like the resources Spectre supplied him the resources because again it's somebody else is going to expect to do this but Blofeld's thinking this is another way to hurt Bond I'm going to help him. I'll give you the resources. Run free. I don't think he told him, I want you to go do this. I think it's Silver, Silver approached him saying, I want to get M. Can you help me? And Blofeld's like, yeah, this is going to hurt Bond. Here's the resources. Go for it. Yeah. But if Blofeld's... No, I'm proud of that. That is my idea. That, that's if how Blofeld's it goes. plan was, through all the Bond films, was to not kill Bond so... He could have this final showdown with him and torment him for a little bit. There are several points where Bond could have died. Casino Royale in particular, where Le Chief is torturing him. Le Chief is going to kill him because he's all panicky and wants that money. And then Mr. White stops him. But if Mr. White hadn't have found him, then Bond is a dead man there. And all of Blofeld's plans have been ruined. Next death... Um, well, a lot of things happens. Uh, Bond tracks down Mr. White. Mr. White tells him how he can get to Spectre. Um, Bond find, finds Mr. White's daughter. Um, they decide to hang out and go and chase down Spectre together. So they get on a train. And lo and behold, Mr. Hicks, Dave Batista's character, has followed them onto the train and starts to beat up Bond. He throws... Is that train made out of cardboard? Because it breaks so easily. Or is that just a testament to Mr. Hinks's strength? No, I don't think it's a testament to Mr. <laughs> Hinks's strength. Just poor craftsmanship. Yeah, well, what country are they going through? I don't know. It probably says, but I can't remember. Yeah, it's not like a... It's not a super rich country. No, it's not a massively developed country. No. So, you know, you could say that their trains aren't as... Hardy. Yeah, like construction-wise. Yeah. Like it's cheaper just to make everything out of wood rather than putting anything mm. else in it. Well, Mr. Hicks uh, fights Bond for a little bit. They 
end up in like this uh, storage cart. Uh, Mr. Higgs, he's got Bond dazed and dizzied, so he's about to throw him out of the train when um, Mr. White's daughter shows up, shoots Mr. Hicks in the shoulder, but um, she runs out of bullets. Mr. Hicks pushes past her, um, re-engages with Bond. They have a fight. Bond wraps a rope around Mr. Hicks's neck and then attaches that to a keg, which is then then flies off out of the train. Mr. Hicks goes, oh shit, before he is pulled out of the train. Um, I imagine that would kill him. Just like the fall and the train is going quite fast. So, yeah. How do you survive that? Avoid the rope? Yes, but first off, when he goes in and does his initial attack on Bond, Bond sees he him coming. He kicks the table. He, he, he he does, he's not aiming for anyone he in particular. In. He just kicks the table. Yeah, he's he really the angry table out. at the table. Uh, Bond doesn't react while he's kicking the table. He just boots the table out of the way and then Bond's like, okay, fight time. You got your razor sharp nails. I'm assuming they're, they're sharp. You walk over. Don't kick the table. If you just walked over and literally just went like that, straight across Bond's neck. I made a swinging motion with my thumb out, by the way. I forgot you can't see. <laughs> across Bond's neck. There you go. You've just slit Bond's throat. I'm now you can kick sure. the table out of the way. I'm not sure they'd be that long. He wouldn't have the reach. By the time he got close enough, Bond would be in defensive mode and he'd probably have snapped his arm or something. He would see him because... By the time he'd gotten there, the nails aren't that long, so he would do something to stop it. You've kind of lost the element of surprise. With Approach slowly. Don't storm up, you know, making a big Bond's racket. Because Bond's vision is based on movement. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> when no. he turns around, don't move a muscle. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you approach slowly, reading a newspaper so your face is covered. And cover your sinister nails of death as well. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that's all about. Chop your thumbs off, right? And then we'll have a newspaper. Bond will be like, hmm, this is a thumbless guy. Let me get back to trying to sext up this woman. Because, you know, he's trying to flirt with her. And then you walk over and you're like, oh, surprise, Bond. Crack, right on the side of the head. Would having no thumbs hinder your ability to punch Bond? Uh, might, yeah. Okay, if you, that doesn't work, you can't sneak up on Bond and you open that other scenario. I would have taken Bond with me. Like, Bond put the rope around me and attached it to the thing. Because instead of looking at him going, oh, shit, and then getting pulled out of the train, in that time when you're saying that, grab hold of Bond, and like, I would have just, like, death gripped onto, like, his arm or something. So when I go out, Bond comes with me. Yeah, but Bond would have used you as, like, a ski or something. That and the rope around Hicks's neck would have tightened and probably choked him out or broken his neck or something. So Hicks is dead, but at least you can separate Bond from his friend. It's a major inconvenience to Bond. Yeah, he's got you to know, walk and follow the train tracks. I mean, they could have landed. They could have been going over a bridge over some water, landed in like a river, gone down the river. Now nah, they're just going through a desert. Aren't yeah. they? All right, Bond landed and got bit by a rattlesnake. I don't and, know. And dies. But Mr. And Hicks dies, is still yeah. dead, so that's not good for Mr. Or Hicks. You bring some henchmen with you. Why are you on your own? Mr. Hicks is a one-man army. That oh. and he got some of the henchmen killed earlier on in the film. So maybe he's. He's used his uh, allowance of henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> henchman allowance, yeah. I don't know. He should have gone in either, done like a one-hit kill on Bond while he's sitting down. When the rope's around his throat, grab a Bond and drag him out with you. But or... that doesn't save Mr. Hicks. Yeah, it does, because you use Bond the cushion the blow. No, but his his neck is still broken from well, the rope. Well, if he's so big and powerful, rash. his neck muscles will be massive anyway and stop the rope. That's the problem. He's so hench. 
But his neck muscles kill him. His neck, mu- his neck muscles crush his own windpipe. Yes. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's Mr. How well Hicks, if you were a skinny guy, you would live. Well done, sir. Well done. I know that's not how it works. <laughs> Don't send me emails. No, do send me emails. Weekendsofarfatgmail.com Next death! Blofeld's cat. We hinted at his return. <laughs> but I'm... It's not shown that the cat dies, but there is a huge explosion um, after Blofeld tortures Bond. And we don't see the cat again. The whole compound goes up. And in this process, Blofeld gets scarred. And he gets the, the classic, classic, you only live twice scar. Yeah, that base is built really badly. One shot on this pipe and the whole thing goes up. That's worse than the Quantum of Solace hotel end fight base. Bad mm. safety. Do you reckon Blofeld got this scar from that explosion where Bond shot the bullet? Or do you think that was from the initial po- uh, watch explosion? watch explosion probably i think he in reality he probably would have looked more like two-face but probably some shrapnel hit him and cut him giving him the iconic scar okay you're a cat i'm a cat oh yeah that's difficult that is well we don't see the cat die so we don't have to talk about it but it's unlikely that the cat it's unlikely the cat survived i mean the cat probably wasn't any wiser to the fact the watch was a bomb yeah well maybe the cat knew it could smell the C4 in it and thought, I'm just going to leave now. And then just walks out. Steals a car and drives off. What? No. <laughs> and Don't cats like sunbathing? Shouldn't a cat have just gone outside and laying in the sun? Maybe. I reckon after the first explosion, a cat shat itself and got out of there before the second explosion happened. Mm. Well, we don't see the cat on fire. Yeah, because the cat escapes, runs out into the desert and then dies of dehydration? Poor kitty. Oh no, that's horrible. That's not good. Oh, I dear. think the cat died. You think the cat yeah, died? I th- yeah, I think it died. I don't see Blofeld ordering one of his henchmen to go back and save the cat. I reckon he would. Go into the fire and save the cat. <laughs> I reckon he would order it, but... no. Whether, whether the henchman will be able to get the cat or not. What we need is a scene after the explosion of Blofeld in a car. just licking its paw... Oh yeah, Blofeld in the car, horribly injured. With the cat, like, Blood dripping onto the fine. cat. Well, the cat cleaner than what it was before the explosion yeah. <laughs> is what we need. But yeah, I reckon the cat died. I can't think of a way out there. You're screwed. Yeah. Okay, next death is C, or as probably most people will know him, Moriarty from Sherlock, the TV series. Yeah, he's he's in it. He He's working for Spectre, and his plan is to unify all the intelligence people so he can give that information to Spectre. From th- uh, nine different countries. Yeah. M and Q are told by Bond that this is going on, so they go and stop him. Moriarty, I'm going to call him Moriarty, right. um, tries to shoot M, but M has taken out all the bullets in his gun. Once Q stops uh, this thing going online, Skynet going online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skynet going online. He, um, they have a tussle over M's gun. M shoots out the glass ledge, so there's nothing to stop one of them going over. Which one goes over? <gasps> Who knows? It's C. It's Q. It's, it's Q. Q. Q does pass it. And falls Q tries over. to intervene. No, um, Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> wins this battle Why? against Moriarty just say shoots shoots the gun up some more glass falls on this distracts Moriarty and 
Moriarty stumbles back over and Voldemort is left triumphant. <laughs> Your Moriarty, Chris, survived this. Just say C and M or M and Moriarty C. Moriarty versus Voldemort. Why? Why not? Steal Voldemort's <sighs> wand and use no, the No, that's not how it works. Well, he tried to steal his wand, in this case, his gun. That didn't go yeah, well, did no, it? No, it didn't. I yeah, th- Voldemort's got the height advantage on Moriarty. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. Uh, I think you mentioned this earlier. Poor man... Poor... You know, not management, sorry. Um, poor building skills. Yeah, this poor building, building of The them. staircase... It, it's not really a staircase. It's just a long, curving slope the whole way around up the layers of the building. And apart from this... It's like waist-high glass. There's nothing stopping you going over the top of it and falling down. So Pretty that's much, not good. yeah. Design the building better, Moriarty, and you wouldn't have this situation in the first place. Is that good enough? Can we move on? I have people with you. Again, this is the thing of bosses going off in their own to in their offices because they're like, I'm in my office on my own. I'm going to be safe. No, you're not. Bring some <laughs> people with you, okay? Bring but it is late, you. so maybe all the henchmen are out partying and stuff. Yeah, where's all the guards in there? How the hell did M asleep? Who's no longer? Who's, by the way, he's no longer employed. He should not have access to this building. He's no longer working for the and Ministry Q, of Magic. But <laughs> say, and Q walk into what's going to be this basically the new MI6. Well, at the end, M walks through a security police barricade when he's out of the job. And without presenting ID. Hang on. And the this security is... people just let him go well, no, This through. is just your standard police officer. So when he says yeah. it's... Yeah, but he doesn't check for ID. That's what I'm saying. So I know, he's obviously I... using the Imperius curse to hoodwink Are people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> into controlling I mean, their that's minds. That's another thing. That's the he... only explanation, Chris. He's but, a wizard. Because he says Mallory, double O... Head of the double O section. Double o. How does a standard police officer know about a top secret... You know, government. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So he uses the Imperius curse. You're Moriarty. Uh, how do you survive? Don't get get people with you. Get your own gun, and if you're gonna build a better building, for the love of God, <laughs> villains always build their buildings wrong. Style over substance. Blowfield that's what they go. Done for. his base wrong. Bomb blew it up with a single fucking bullet. I know that's that's poor craftsmanship. I think all this caffeine's going through me as well. I'm so angry. You're so angry. <laughs> all right. That pretty much brings us to the end of the film. Spectre, have you seen it? Did you like it? Email us. Uh, we could survive that at gmail.com. At gmail.com or tweet we could survive. Probably best not to tweet because Chris is very sleepy and he'll just bite your head off. So, yeah. I'll get angry if email, you tweet right now. No, email tweet me, away. the nice person, not Chris. Hang on a minute. This is pre-recorded. So when they hear this and they decide to tweet, I'm going to be fine. So please tweet away. No, he's like this all the time. <laughs> I know. I'm only actually in a good mood when I go on the show, but this time I just thought, fuck it. Fuck it. Right, Chris, end this show with your happy happiness. <laughs> <laughs> you have listened to Week to Survive That, your weekly survivor guide to the movies. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this James Bond saga that we've done, this marathon. And we'll see you all next week. Until then, keep on surviving. Goodbye.